Hey, you are back with Brittany. I am the owner of Brittany Elliott LLC and the creator of Back to You in Five, and I help mothers reconnect with themselves through self-care. This is your friendly reminder, or not so friendly reminder, to stop minimizing yourself and stop putting limits on yourself for the sake of motherhood. Let's talk about it. Self-care is the protection of your happiness and well-being. You may be in the process of adjusting your self-care routine or starting a new one from scratch. Back to You in 5 offers a free step-by-step guide to creating your self-care routine. Download it now at the link in the description or at backtoyouin5.com. This episode is really coming from... The amount of times I have heard mothers talk about what they cannot do and the reason being is motherhood. And for all of you who have been listening for a while and who those of you who are new, welcome. But just know I'm always speaking from a place of love and a place of growth. So I've definitely done that before and put limits on myself based off of being married or based off of having children. And through my growth and transformation through self-care, I see things a lot differently because my mindset has shifted. And this is why I speak on things like this and in this way. So you can be married and still pursue dreams and goals. You can have children and still pursue dreams and goals. For some reason, and I can probably assume what the reason is, (laughs) society's expectations, how women have been treated over time, etc. But I'll just limit it to, (laughs) for some reason, marriage and children are looked at as a death sentence for dreams and goals, or a hold on life, or a complete pivot on what your life could or would be. Completely dismiss anyone who minimizes you or your goals, even if they do it jokingly. Shut it down completely. Otherwise, we are allowing people to treat us in a way that leads us to believe we have limits. Or, since a lot of times people are projecting on you, we're allowing other people to treat themselves in a way that has them live their life as if they are limited by having children. So honestly, being a mother and being a wife have been the most empowering things for me personally. Have they been challenging? Absolutely. And they have provided me focus and the privilege to understand my purpose. Pay close attention to that. 
becoming a wife and mother did not give me purpose. My purpose was already there, but I was able to understand my purpose, then step into it completely. I'll tell you honestly, if I could have had this life 10 years ago, I would have taken it. If I would have had the clarity and courage to pursue this life that I had back then, I would have. (laughs) But I had to do a lot of healing from unidentified trauma. So I was chasing a lot of distractions and had to make a lot of mistakes along the way. And this isn't a statement of regret. I have an appreciation for a lot of my scars and they are just that. They are scars that will never fully heal. So I will always carry them with me. And some of them I could have learned from a little bit sooner. Uh, My stubbornness allowed me to touch the hot stove, so to speak, (laughs) way too many times. All that aside, I still believe that I would have chosen to be fully stepped in in an understanding of my purpose much sooner in life. So let's talk about how we can stay on track with our goals and continue progressing even through motherhood and marriage. So number one, talk about your goals. Marriage is a partnership. You have someone to be a sounding board at all times. You should do that for each other. Set family goals and set personal goals. Where do you want to be as a family, as a couple, and as individuals? Of course, all of this has to start with you first. So the B room, we talk about it a lot. The B room is the time when or the place where you hear your thoughts the clearest. For me, that's the bathroom, specifically when I'm in the shower. That's when I have a flood of thoughts. That's when I'm able to track my thought themes and anticipate my needs through that process. I've also noticed too that I'm able to intentionally tap into that mind space of where I go in the B room, if that makes sense, when I'm I'm driving by myself. A lot of times I've noticed now on my commute home, I am able to catalog my thoughts. And I do that through talking them out. I record my thoughts through the app I use is Otter. It's a free app or the version I use, it's a free version because I'm <clears throat> not recording as much. I don't go over the allotted minutes or hours that it gives you to record, but it also will translate for you. So, um, or transcribe for you. (laughs) So I'm able to go back and if I don't want to listen to my thoughts, which were scrambled as they come out as thoughts typically are, I'm able to just read through the transcription, copy and paste it, sift through it. And then I have clarity on what my thoughts were. So you start there to ask yourself, 
where do I want to go as a couple? Where do I want to go individually? What do I see for my family, you know, in the next five years, 10 years, or even if it's six months, 12 months, and be intentional about that. And then you bring that conversation to your partner and to your village once you've done the work on a solo level. In my household, my husband and I do this often. We talk about our goals. We talk about what we're doing to get to those goals. We talk about our shortcomings or what we're not doing to get those goals, things that we need to change and set our intentions to take the right course of action toward those goals. For example, we every year since we've been together, we've set goals for something that we want to accomplish in that year. So we set a goal in 2019, I will say, our goal for 2020 was to buy a home. So throughout 2019, we were putting money aside, finding a realtor, working on our credit, doing the things that would set us up to be able to be home buyers in 2020. So we didn't just say, we want to buy a house and write it down and walk away from it. We did the work to get to that goal. And then we were able to buy a house in 2020. We did our goal for 2019, I suppose, was we got married in 2019. So in 2018, we started actually planning our wedding and sent everything in place so that we could actually get married. So those are simpler, a little bit more tangible items that I'm using as an example. But we do set goals and talk about our goals very often and check in with each other to make sure that what we're doing is in line with those goals. And if for some reason those goals change or what we thought we wanted is something that we don't want anymore, we're able to make those adjustments together as a partnership. Number two is create a success list with action items. Think about the actual action items you need to complete to move forward or move toward those goals. If you'd like to have better credit, steps for that may be to pull and review your credit report, get credit counseling, take some financial literacy classes. If you'd like to be more active, you may have to wake up earlier in the morning to get a workout in before your day starts. If you'd like to start your own business, you may need a business coach or to build your business plan or join a meetup of aspiring entrepreneurs or new entrepreneurs or successful entrepreneurs so that you can learn the process and start addressing your mindset. Step three is to create a vision board and look at it every day. Visualization is very important and very useful. So you should put pictures of those goals on a vision board as the background of your computer. You can do it as the background of your phone. You can do an actual poster board with your plans on it. Look at it daily. That keeps it top of mind so you can take steps toward that on a daily basis or weekly basis. 
journaling can really help with this process because you can track what you are doing each day that is getting you closer to your visions. Uh, You can keep up with whatever limiting beliefs you have been having. You can write down what obstacles you are facing, which is why when I created Back to You in Five's journal, which is the journal for reconnection, the journal for mothers, which is available on (laughs) Amazon.com. When I created that, I set it up really loosely, just really as a notebook that could be used. It has headers at the top to really guide you through thoughts or gives you thoughts to consider, but you can use it as a planner if you want to self-date it. You can simply use it just as a notebook to keep yourself organized with your household tasks or with your goals, etc. You could use it as a journal specifically for your feelings, or you can just keep everything in one space, which for someone who is just starting out with journaling, planning, visualization, it's really nice to have something customizable that you can use to house all of those things. So for me in visualization, I have two vision boards. I have a vision board that is specifically for my business. So specifically about Brittany Elliott LLC and my goals as as far as, you know, profit goals, content goals, my approach to my business. And it has little, I'm looking at it right now as I speak, little quotes, I would guess I would call it. One of them says, wake up and be awesome. One says, be the energy you want to attract. So that's something when I'm in work mode, so to speak, I come into my office, I see it displayed, I can look at it. I actually have index cards specifically on what my goals are for each quarter. So I can actually refer to them and see you know, what I did or didn't do. And for the next quarter, I can actually sit and visualize what that'll look like for me and what I have to do to get there and the type of person I have to be or the type of person I have to become in order to achieve those goals. In my personal vision board, I have it saved as the background on my laptop and it has a house on it. So it has a house with a a lot of land around it and the house is open concept and has a lot of windows, a lot of natural lighting, which I would consider to be my dream home. And I have that on there. So when I look at that, I visualize myself being in that home. So I see myself inside of the house that's in that picture. And I think about what kind of person lives in that house? You know, what kind of job maybe that person has that lives in that house? What kind of things will I have to do to live in that house? And then I set my goals of things that I need to do to become that person who would live in that house. I also have a picture of a microphone on there because I really want to start public speaking and 
having seminars and doing more of my in-person workshops. So when I see that microphone, I think, well, what type of person is successful in the public speaking arena? So then I write down the list of books that I want to read of successful public speakers. I pull resources about public speaking, about keynote speaking. I see myself on that stage with an audience doing that in my future, which means right now I have to take the steps to get there. Also on my vision board is a a top seller, like excerpt of top selling books because I would like to write a book. And I say, what kind of person do I have to be to write a book that ends up on a (laughs) top sellers list? So the reason why I'm telling you about my personal vision board is to really give you an example of using it in action. So always I'm talking from a place of experience, things that I'm living every day, challenges that I have in my self-care routine every day, and examples that are happening in the lives of the women and mothers that I talk to on a regular basis. So although these things are very simple in nature, that doesn't mean that they're very easy. Every day that my alarm goes off at 5 a.m., there are days when I say, oh, I need more sleep right now, and that's what I'll do. There's other days that I, you know, get up at five, but I'm still sluggish, and I maybe am not feeling immediately motivated to do visualization or meditation or do my workout or do my yoga. But I know that I am capable of it. And when I wake up, I don't say, oh, you know, I'm a mother and a wife. I'm going to have to sit this one out. I'm not expected to do these things, so I'm not going to do it. That is where I draw the line with us using that as a limitation. So don't minimize yourself. And I know that there are people in life, there are women who their dreams were to become wives and to become mothers. And guess what? Those women are doing that. And every day they're finding ways to be better, be more productive and be more efficient as mothers and be more efficient as partners in their relationships, being more of a resource for their partner, being more whole with themselves, being more dynamic of an individual. And that's okay. Once we achieve a goal, most likely we're going to set another one. And the more that we achieve a goal, the more likely we are to set more. So this isn't about me saying that one goal is better than another goal. There's no, to me, I'm not going to rate a goal. The, the plan is to set a goal. Set the goal, whatever the goal is. Even if you think the goal is not very important. Is it important to you? Is it valuable to you? Does it add purpose to your life? to achieve that goal, then it's absolutely an awesome goal and you will achieve it by talking about the goal 
creating a success list with action items toward that goal, and using a vision board as a tool for visualization that you reference every day to keep yourself moving forward. So remember, do not minimize yourself or box yourself in. There is no cost of motherhood. We are not trading in our hopes and dreams so we can be mothers or wives. And if your dreams included being a wife or being a mother, check those things off your list and start working toward a new goal or continue finding ways to be the best mother and spouse that you can be. Take care of yourself. I appreciate you so much for listening, and I will talk to you very, very soon. To learn more about Back to You in 5, visit backtoyouin5.com or follow at Back to You in 5 on Instagram, where you'll find self-care tips and strategies. Remember, motherhood is a journey, not a destination. <laughs>